man, Aaron. So, obviously, guys, this is the, our privilege we are. Aaron's had a beard shave. There's no one seen Aaron since lockdown in March. Made this guy grew a, a grill a beard, cut it, grew a grill a beard again. And obviously now we have the pleasure of obviously seeing him trim. Right, this is a pleasure. Um, I was just—I was going to say, who did you look like? Uh, but if you had a bald head, you'd look like this guy out of uh, wrestling. I forgot what his name was. <laughs> but we'll see. So, uh, Aaron, basically, mate, tell um, the best place, place to start for you is probably go back to the beginning. Really go back. I've got your uh, stats from when you started, right? Um, I don't know where you, if you know where you started. Do you know where you started in weight and what year? I can't remember what weight, um, but it was around, it was, it was five, it was six years ago, come this February, this February coming. Um, six years? Six Woo! years. Yeah. Um, how, how many years have you been in shape for? Um, five and a half. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. I've, so got, I was, I've got you, I've got your stats. Do you want to tell you what they were? It was about 30% body fat. I know that much. Yeah, you was 91 kilos. Yeah. So 91 kilos, 29.7% uh, body fat. Hmm. Okay. Now, obviously, 91 kilos, obviously, um, how did you feel at 91 kilos? And what, uh, what got you into that position? Was it uni, partying? Well, I think it was, um, it was a slippery, slippery slope from um, when I started uni, so... My first year of uni, I was in catered halls. Um, the only thing they could cook well was chips. So, um, <laughs> so it was it was chips with almost every meal in the evening, um, and um, almost an all-you-can-eat breakfast, uh, fry-up breakfast in the morning. Nice, mate. That sounds yeah. legendary. Yeah, and so it was the kind of it was the kind of it was the kind of eating habits where you didn't need to eat lunch because you'd had such a big breakfast, but out. Of out of habit, I'd have lunch late, dinner early, and then hit the town. Um, so consume enough calories and drink to have a fourth meal, and then obviously the compulsory kebab or kebab burger and kebab or burger with chips on the way home. Um, so you're a um, strong drinker back then, Aaron, weren't you? Um, I got stronger as I went through uni. <laughs> it was a bit of a ah. lightweight in the first year. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I think, you know, it was just, um, it was just a slippery soap, complete change of habit, um, moving away from home. Um, second and third year were better because I lived, I lived with friends and we all cooked together and so, um, it was all, it was all home, home cooked food and then, and then final year, um, it, it just moved in with a different group of people and it, and it kind of went, um, a bit further south. Um, and and just generally, just generally a lack of activity, and then when I moved to Leicester, I li was living on my own. Um, and Did you again, move to Leicester? Was you Leicester for your job? Yeah, so I moved to Leicester in September two thousand and eleven, straight from uni. Yeah. Uh, for for work from Coventry, so not too far. Um, good old Leicester. Good old Leicester. Good old Leicester. Um, and then ended ended up living living on my own, and then just um, slipped in slipped into bad habits of. Coming home, putting put a pizza in the oven, just um, I mean, do doing home cooking, but um, that was um, but but you know, making a habit of of things, and then again, not much activity. So um, so how yeah. Hard, so, how hard would you say it is to live on your own? 
Um, it swings in roundabouts. Um, yeah. I'm glad Chris isn't here because he'll probably <laughs> he won't he won't like what I'm saying. I think um, it swings in roundabouts. Is you know if if you're late home, you've got there's there's potentially someone else at home who's who's um, started dinner and you 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 can do that. But equally, um, it could be it could be harder when um, on a on on a program um, and trying to get trying to get macros in and things like that where you're trying to balance it up and especially um Chris is a vegetarian I'm not um so getting all those getting all that balance of the um of the right macros in um for meals without putting the other person out and and things like that so um but it's 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 good it's it's I I definitely say it's better off living with someone than it is on my own um yes you know when you, you know when you lived on your own Obviously, I can imagine some people watching this do live on their own, but or don't know what it's like to live on your own. Mm. But obviously, when you live on your own, and I know this, when you live on your own, it's very easy to pull into that can't be arsed attitude, isn't it? Like, yeah, definitely. Uh, what was like? What was your go-to thing when you lived on your own? Beans on toast. Um, frozen pizza, um, chicken, chicken Kiev, really bad stuff. But I mean, you know, but like chicken Kiev. Mate, chicken, chicken, Kiev. Yeah, garlic, chicken, Kiev, mate. Some chips yeah. and uh, peas, mate. That, I used to have that as a kid. Yeah, with curly fries. <laughs> <laughs> Always. You know, Always. But you know, and I think, you know, it's 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 about it's about it's about it's, it's that accountability thing. I think you because you've got someone else around you, you 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 become accountable for each other in a way. But um. But you can be easily swayed. I can be easily swayed to have a, a junk food night rather than put the effort in and make something fresh. Yeah, um, because obviously in your obviously journey, obviously take uh, Chris out of the equation because you didn't meet Chris. Uh, you met him after after you got got in shape, right? Um, I met Chris about three weeks after I started UFIT. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, he started to he started to see shape change then. Yeah. So Chris has only ever known me being um, being at UFIT. Um, so, um, but yeah, no, it was it was it was it was really weird because I think when back when I when I joined, I'd always had that motivation to go to a gym and and do and and work out and stuff, but never never really put it into put it into action. And um, you know, I was working out at the LRI, and there were gyms all over the city, so there was easy enough places to go. And then, and that 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 new year, I said to myself, you know what, gonna make gonna make gonna make this year. The year for getting back in, getting um, some weight down and and whatnot, and then um, um, a friend of mine, Debbie, <laughs> um, she she um, I I had, I had ton- <laughs> I had uh, I had t- I think I had tonsillitis, and was feeling really rough. It was Valentine's Day, so feeling a bit rough for being on my own anyway on Valentine's Day as all the single people as as as, as I did back then. And Debbie was like, "Oh, you gotta, you gotta come to this, gotta come to this um, lecture um, that that Joe was giving at the time." And I said, "Oh, okay." So I dragged myself out of bed, went to this, um, went to this lecture, and and it was just, it was, it was just, it was just like the kind of the motivation I needed, and the the the, the um, and and you know, me. I, I don't think you were there, Sam. I think um, Jeff and Joe were there, and just got chatting to them, and it just seemed, it just seemed right. So, six years later, here I am, still, still, so still let's, coming let's, well. But, let's a, talk but about a very, di- but a very different new fit, obviously. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Because obviously, part of your journey, obviously, you, you came, obviously, you started losing weight, 
Mm. And obviously then uh, over a period of time, we got to that point where you was um, sitting around. So basically guys, obviously remember he was sitting around 20, uh, 29.7% body fat. Um, it got himself to around 15, 16%. And then that, that's the moment where we probably uh, turn the switch even more, right, Aaron, would you say? Yeah. Yeah, so I think um got down to about 50% um, by Christmas of um, uh, by Christmas of, of, the, of that year, of my first yeah. year. And then, and then, and then you threw me, you threw me the challenge of the lean out challenge. I've seen a couple of other people go through it. I thought, mm, yeah, why not? Let's give it a go. Um, and then, so the, so from Jan, from the beginning of January through to March, Feb. the Feb. twelve weeks. Feb. Feb. Lead out, lead out. February the fifteenth. Oh yeah, it was the eight, it was the eight weeks, wasn't it? Um, so um, yeah, and then threw myself the challenge. Um, leaned out, got down to eight percent. But, um, but let's go through that because I, I want people to really understand. Because like people think like guys don't understand right. Everyone who came didn't have no abs, right? He had a big belly, right? Naturally. Um, but then he got to fifteen and he reasonably shape. But the interesting thing is, Aaron's got two sides of his story that we'll go through. But Aaron, share what it's like to actually do a lean out because I, I don't think really people uh, can comprehend it. I think people think it's easy you can just do it comes naturally um, obviously everything for you Aaron is easy you 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 you've nailed it but actually in reality how hard is a lean out lean out in itself was is 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 for me it was more than mine never mattered there were some bits i found quite easy so i'm i'm a creature of habit um i quite happily would cook um a massive pot of something on a sunday and this this happened quite a lot cook a massive pot of something on the Sunday and then next day Sam would change my macros. <laughs> so, oh. so I was always a week always a week behind on the macros because I had to finish the food. Um but um so for me food food wasn't a big wasn't a major problem because I liked the fact that all my food was in the fridge. Um I knew I knew I knew how much I needed to eat every every meal, just spoon a bit out, shove it in a Tupperware box, take it to work and eat it. Um I think, the, but the tricky thing with food, um, particularly, was around carbs, because carbs, um, carb intake um, went sky high, um, and I think that for me um, was 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 the hardest bit, um, trying to trying to find ways of eating. I think it was something like was it like 120 grams of rice every five times a day. And and wheel rice as well, which is which isn't the, which isn't the most um isn't the easiest to eat even when you've got a massive bowl of curry to go with it or something something with liquid to it. So I think you know I think that that was that was that was hard. Um, the the workout sessions were were mega. They were they were good. They were they were really good. You really felt like you were making progress. Um, and. But I think it was it was it was you know going going five times five times a week to train uh, four to five times a week to train and focusing on on different parts of um, different different body areas at, um, on each session was was interesting. But I think where it started to really get hard was towards the end when everything started to really cut down and, and I think a little bit of a wobble around four or five weeks when I thought oh goodness me how can I keep this going. And then, and then the last, the last week was was insane when everything came down every day, and it was something like 250 mils of water in one day with um the day before my lean out, 
that went out the window. I was just too thirsty, so I just I think I must have I probably did about probably about a litre of water in that day. But you know, so I think for me it wasn't the food side of things wasn't too bad. And at at the time as well, I was I was working in an office. Um, I I had my own office at work, um, and and I just stopped I stopped carrying my wallet with me as well. So it it meant that I didn't. Do you remember Do you remember that time about the Fredo? Oh yeah, yeah. I managed to scrounge. I think there was there was there was enough copper change in my top drawer to afford something like a thirty p Fredo. Um and. And I can remember feeling so pleased that I found all that money, but also so guilty at the same time that I'd eaten a small Fredo um, out off the pro off the off the program. But I think you know it was the fact that I was in in an office on my my own. I wasn't there was there weren't the temptations around me. There wasn't yeah. everybody someone's birthday bringing in a cake and and all and 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 all, all of that stuff. And I think you know. Um, and and that for me made 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 the journey a lot easier, um, and and knowing and I think as well with the lean out as well you see you see results week on week it's, I mean you see results, I saw results before, but you didn't see the rate of the rate of change like you do with the lean out. So for me, you know, losing losing two percent of body fat in one week, um, just because of all the sessions I think. Um, you, you you see that progress and you you it motivates you a lot more. Um, so I found that um, great encouragement and also the promise of a cheesecake as soon as I finished the lean out as well. <laughs> but guys, obviously Aaron's getting insight and obviously just to follow on with that by the end of the the, the actual goal to some degree, his photo shoot, which we'll talk about, he he was doing nearly nine hours of exercise a week, right? So therefore, you've got to understand sometimes it's applicable, sometimes it's not. And you have to obviously look at that. And obviously, remember, sometimes when you see these Instagram poses and models on Instagram, nine times out of ten, guys, the, 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 the pictures they take are phenomenal. They probably took about 100 pictures and use them all year round. But to get to that state, it, it requires a lot of mental resilience. Aaron talks about the, about the Fredo, right? The Fredo is where it, the brain's taken over. The training volume's high, the food flow, but then the, it, it, but the body's challenging it. That devil on his shoulder is like, just give in, give in, give in. Mm. Right, you've got to understand it. It's, in essence, it's the, the lean out, you can learn a lot about yourself. Not only do you learn a lot about mentally, because ultimately your body, your mind gives up for your body, right, in most cases. But also on top of training and then on top of obviously the mindset, it actually shows you what you're capable of. And that's the beautiful thing when you get to that point. I always say to people that 11% is not where you're going to live all year round, but is it a good thing to achieve to show yourself you have the mental resilience to do it? Yes. But what you probably realise, and we'll probably talk into now, Aaron, is the point when, the point when you got to that goal. In some respect, the goal, what you thought would be there, was is good, but that was very short-lived for you, wasn't it? Yeah, very short-lived. And I think as well, I think it was, it was like you say, it was, it was good to get to that point. Um, you know, I was, uh, I was going for runs as well. Um, um, 20 minutes, uh, I think it was 20 minutes before work and 20 minutes after work plus a 40 minute run on non-training days um, in the gym. And and I think the thing with the lean out as well, it might be hard on on you, but I started to notice the impact it had on other people around me um, because I oh, was wow, becoming, good, good because I was, I was becoming very, I had to, I had to stick to the routine, I had to stick to the macros to see the results. and. 
you know, I, I like to go out and socialise with friends and Chris and I would want to go out for dinner and not not drinking, not drinking and but I think BS. The, 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 the beer was the easiest the beer was the easiest thing to give up actually. I think when I when I going back to when I first joined and, and Joe 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 said to me, you know, okay, um the the quickest thing you could do is, is cut the beer out and I thought, okay. And then a couple of months in I thought, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can go a whole month without any alcohol. And um and I did it and I thought, okay, let's just keep let's just keep going. Let's just keep going. And 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 at that point is when I really started to see um what come coming off. But I think when you when you do a lean out because you, you are sticking so regimented to to the macros, um, because you want to see those results, it, it inhibits your ability to go out and just, you know, go for a meal at a restaurant or or socialise or, or have someone cook something for you at home because because you're you you're worried that have they put have they put a tablespoon too much oil in or um is this going to throw me off? How and you're constantly then thinking about how you're going to claw that back. Um, so, um, so I think it was it was a good challenge. It was a good challenge. I really enjoyed it. I loved, I loved what I felt like at that at that point. But actually, you know what? I didn't. I wasn't happy with the impact it was having on my life around me. So I needed to find a better balance. Um, and you know, to be able to have a Freddo every 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 once in a while and not feel too guilty about it. <laughs> um, it's cool, though, isn't it? Because, like you said, the impact on your, the impact on your family, for example, and people around you. Like, obviously, you had a group support network, but it's not to say it didn't take its tolerance, right? Uh, no. You'd appreciate, for example, the the, the 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 stress that you're under, or the thought of food, and the thought of obviously is that changed that, or eat added that, or. Or can we do this? Oh no, we can't do that. Or if we do do that, I can't eat that. Or it really stops you in your tracks, right? And like you said, yeah. from a this is, these are, these are the, these are the insights what people don't really realise because ultimately they can be damaging to a relationship. If yeah. the person's not on board, it can be really detrimental. It can actually um, do do the opposite and actually not necessarily bring you closer. It can actually pull you further apart, right? Yeah. Uh, and these these insights what you're given are incredible uh, because yeah. people perceive losing weight to some degree, will bring them happiness. Now, it does, but at what level you go for. Now, if you take when you got to your pictures, right? If any, anyone's probably, or the members probably seen your picture, um, Aaron was very lean, right? Lean. Um, did Aaron have um, muscle tissue? He had the muscle tissue that he had, but he didn't have, obviously, the amount that he perceived he wanted. That's probably the way I would put it. Um, but... If you, we got to the photo shoot, you did the photo shoot, but then like, like I said earlier, that a lot of people get to that point and then realize actually they want a bit more, the shape wants to change, or actually what they thought would bring at that level doesn't bring what they thought they'd bring at that level, and so forth. You went through this phase, right, Aaron? And mm -hmm. then, we went through a, then we went through a building phase, right? Yes. Um, and I think, I think in comparison, the building, the building stage and the maintenance stage was, 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 a, was a lot harder. Um, was 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 a lot harder. Because... You know, actually, let me just say this, Darren. You know, obviously, you lost basically to get from where you were to get where to lean. You lost thirty one pounds, thirty five pounds. Mm. That's a lot of fat, right? Yeah. A lot of fat around your belly. Where on your legs? Your legs are solid, right? And your legs have always been solid. Um, but yeah, and I, and I think you know it's. It's 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 good. It was it was it was meant it was mentally rewarding. Um, but it, it made it made made me made me rethink what I wanted to do, and I thought, you know, if I could do a lean out, 
then I could apply that same mental discipline to um, to something else. And um, maintenance and building has been an uphill struggle. <laughs> it's, it's, the thing is, though, that, right? that's what I said to you, right? So it's going to be challenging. Um, and but one thing what I'd probably say about yourself on the, on the training front, Aaron, is that over time, over the course of your the start to your lean out, what you developed was a lot of mental resilience to training. Your ability, if people have seen Aaron push, when Aaron's uh, injury-free, when Aaron's injury-free, guys, you've probably all seen him train, uh, the members especially, and you've seen the intensity he pushes at. The thing is with what I'd probably say about Aaron, he doesn't know he doesn't know his off switch. Uh, the only off switch is, is when he, when the body fails. Not necessarily when his mind fails, when his body fails. Uh, if anyone's ever seen him do split squats, right? Obviously, everyone's seen his ass. His ass is like flipping J-Lo, <laughs> right? Everyone, trust me, if I took a picture and just showed his lower body, it would look like a, a woman's ass. Everyone would love it. Um, but in terms of his ability to train, it was phenomenal, right? And, and that's probably the credit what Aaron needs on that front because... Remember to lean out, you've got to obviously do all the bits and bobs, but training is still important, right? At the end of the day, you can do the food, but if you train like a pussy, um, on my French, you still ain't going to get um, And Aaron trained like he, like it meant something to him. So the training is always important as well, just as long as the food, the intensity has got to be pushed. Um, and then that's when we went to the building phase, the building phase, because like Aaron said, it was a lot harder. Because over the building phase, Aaron, obviously your shape starts to change, but where did the food volume get to? The food volume was exceptionally high, wasn't it? It, it went, it went, even, it went, with, it went insane. Um, the, 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 the carbs, the, I think, I think actually the rice was more, probably more, the rice was more of an issue in the, in the building phase than it was in, in the lean out. But, but yeah, it was, it was, it was hard. Um, and I think, um, you know, like you said, I think, I've I've been unlucky enough to um have had a, had a few injuries and it and it's all been in the areas that I want to build so upper body um and there was um one unfortunate occasion where I ended up in um A and E because my cause, um my shoulder just just locked I was in the shower and luckily Chris was Chris was in in the flat I was still in, in living in the flat at that point. And my shoulder, just, I just twisted to pick something up, um, pick the shower gel up in the shower, and my whole... Mate, you don't want to say that on TV. <laughs> um, twisted to pick up the shower gel in the shower, and twisted, and, 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 and everything, everything just, everything just locked up, could barely move, ended up in A&E, um, um, on, and then with, walking away with a prescription for Codolamol, and knocked out for three days, just because it was, it was so bad, couldn't move. Um, but that's the, but, that's, but I think that's the downfall that. of training hard, though, isn't it, as well? So when you train mm. hard, the thing is with training, uh, obviously, guys, when we talk about his food, just on that note, on his food volume, it was probably in excess of nearly 4,500 calories a day, mm. right? Now, some of you need to attempt to compute that. Now, we're computing that, not gaining, uh, we're attempting to gain minimal body fat, but muscle tissue, right? So if he would have trained really softly, he would have gained a lot of fat very quickly. But his intensity of training allowed his body fat to creep up gradually, but whilst gaining mass. But that's eating four and a half thousand calories to gain tissue. That is phenomenal amount of food, right? Most of you will probably have that amount of food on a Saturday on a binge, right? Try having that food on a day-to-day -day basis. You don't feel hungry, right? You don't look at food in the same way. Rice looks like rice. 
sweet potato looks like sweet potato. look like carb. In essence, it's very challenging mentally. Uh, and it's from a training perspective, what Aaron was talking about, from it, like I said about training intensity, yeah, injuries follow. And the interesting thing is, uh, the reason why I probably reflection injuries follow is because what we, what we really negate is the recovery element, right? If you train four or five times a week, the recovery element or the, the massages, the releasing, the tension that's building up in the body is phenomenal. And that's probably, that could probably add to that movement, right, Aaron? What do you say? Yeah. I think that's it. It's, you know, um, I mean, um, always, always, I'm always hesitant. I'm being brought up in the north. Um, I'm hesitant to spend money when I don't need to. Um, so, yeah, but that's a good so, thing, though, right? But that's, that's a good thing. That is a good thing. But I think you know, hesitant to the effect that you pick up an injury and you think, oh, well, I'll just give it a couple of days, see if it'll shake off, um, and um, um, before before you try and before you try and get any treatment for it, but actually you're in pain for that you're in pain for that time you can't do things you can't move you can't train and and it, it takes it takes its toll on you so i think you know um from that side of things um just just um learning how to recover from things typical typical booked a session with sam on uh, for friday last week um and mon- mon- monday night my my neck on this side just 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 tightened up I think I think I think my neck had been listening to Sam saying, "Yeah, we're gonna beast it. We're gonna absolutely go for it. We're gonna have a cracking session. You won't be able to move for days afterwards, and kind of kind of thing, because you'll be so sore from, from the training and all of this." My neck my neck heard it and thought, ah, "Not having any of that. Clock out now." Um, you know, and you know, so um, and the first 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 thing I did in Tuesday morning, um, when it wasn't, I was. It's about um, kind of a session. <laughs> I need, I need to come, I need to come over, and then, um, and then we got the sort of, well, what have you done this time? But yes, let's, let's, um, yeah, let's, let's get it. I think that's the thing, though, isn't it? I think, I think, the, like you said, the big lesson learned yourself is actually, um, to some degree, sometimes you have to spend money to get fixed, right? Um, yeah. And you have to not see it as a, you spend or waste them. You have to see it as an investment in you to get yourself back to. Not necessarily back to training as quick, which is important, but get get you feeling good, right? Sometimes yeah. to feel good, you've got to have treatment, right? And rather than like you said, it. delaying it, you could have delayed it and waited two weeks and then started treatment, and then before yeah. you know, you wasted yeah. two weeks. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, and it and it's great. And now um, last last two days, um, this weekend it's been really good. So come after this session, Bab, if you're listening. Want to book in a session for Sam at some point? <laughs> Trust me, my diet's fine. I'll get you session booked in. Uh, we'll sort. Well, you can message me after. We'll sort that. Um, but in terms of obviously uh, the where you are now, then Aaron. Obviously, you guys, you got to understand, right? So everyone on the building muscle phase for a good. Mummy, got he got in shape in less than a year. And the incredible thing, thing about Aaron is his weight. He stabilised his weight a lot. And. He went through a muscle building phase, and then we switched out to maintenance, and then we've gone back into strength and so forth. So it's been in the upper limit of his body fat, around 15% stabilizers. Don't get me wrong, sometimes when he has uh, weekends away, holidays and stuff, it will fluctuate to about 18. But in general terms, Aaron's been able to look after his health uh, for a massive duration of time, right? Uh, which is, again, which is credit to yourself, Aaron, isn't it? Sometimes... Again, people get lost in this chasing thing, but actually, when you look back now, when you look back on yourself and actually look back what you've achieved, do you actually believe it? Yeah. 
No. Um, I I think I think it's very easy to look at look at yourself at um, as you come and think, oh, I'm not happy with this, I'm not happy with that. But you do have to keep reminding yourself where you've been. And you think, oh, yeah. I mean, just having this conversation with you now, and you think, yeah, you know, four years ago I was I was at that, and and five years ago I was at that, and and see how things have changed and and you can you can you can see it in in all my in all my photos um when when i've been happy with my results because when i first the first photo session that i had um first um weigh-in session and um i think joan was taking the photos you can see how i was really miserable and don't want, i don't, don't want to take my, don't want to take my top off don't want to show off um stuff yeah um, you know, you, you you look you look you look you look in the photos and you go, I wasn't happy there, but I was happy there. I've had a good week. I had a good time there. And you you, you just hold yourself better. You you you're happier. And I think, you know, that was the thing that caught me by surprise. And you think, yeah, about people's mental health um, and mindset, how things change. It's like, yeah, you come to a gym and you 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 expect the physical results and you expect the some expect some extent of the mental benefit of of yeah you know what I feel great but what you don't what I didn't realize was actually how much of a knock-on effect that 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 would have on other areas of my life relationships um with family um relationship with Chris um my mindset of what I wanted to achieve at work where I wanted to be living what I what things I wanted to do with um you know it wasn't just living uh, for the now and there it was it was you know I'm not happy with this, but I I did this and I changed this. So why can't I put that mindset to changing something else um, elsewhere? That's a good um, thing, really. So I, I remember obviously a lot of uh, well, one to one. Sometimes they're talking. I remember the one to one where we talked about finance and we talked about okay, how do you structure it? How would you structure it? What's the best way to structure it? What's the best way to do this and this? And then you you went away, implemented it, and obviously then that's a process you still do now. Um, mm. And then obviously on top of that, we talked about job roles and we talked about okay, where you want to be, where you want to get to, what do you want to earn and down that route and uh, we had a conversation recently that, uh, obviously the thing what you you've learned with confidence right from changing shape but confidence is asking right mm. asking the question rather than actually being the person that sits on the sidelines and doesn't ask anything or afraid to ask something you're actually quite forward and going so when's that job promotion happening when's that happening what, what what's next in my journey what's the what what where do you see the next uh, steps for myself you're quite very vocal about that because obviously you have a, the confidence is there right yeah. Yeah, and I think you know, and um, I think it 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 has given me that focus. It has given me that drive to think. Well, if I can if I can better this part of my life, why can't I do it to do it here? Um, you know, in a job that I really enjoy working with people um, that I really enjoy working with. In case any of them are watching, I don't know. Um, uh, but you know and. Um, you know, moved moved out of the flat, got outdoor space. Um, okay, I'm living in Cheshire. Bit too, bit bit far, bit of a trek from, bit of a trek from the the gym. Um, but you know, it's it's about it's about. Well, that's the same. It's the same thing. Balancing things up. You say it's a, you say it's a trek, right? But the thing is, for example, you um you obviously moved into that flat. You did all the housework yourself, really, pretty much, didn't you? Right? You did this, obviously. You've been a bit bit of tiling, bit of plumbing. Uh, again, got yeah, I'm never doing. I'm never doing plumbing again. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. <laughs> uh, the tiling, though, I, mate, I go all day on tiling. Um, but the thing is, like you said, um, the interesting thing, obviously, that, yeah, where you live, but where the gym is. Actually, the thing is, though, it didn't, didn't stop you. 
right? And the thing is, you still train four or five times a week. And don't get me wrong, we've had conversations um, probably last year where we talked about the lifestyle that you probably want to aim for, where that lifestyle, where this training sit in that lifestyle. And then we're, mm. we, we, we've always branded between three and four sessions a week, right? You think logically, right? I've had a calculator now. Wow, if I did like three, three times 12, uh, three times 52 times six, you did, you, you've done probably more than 936 sessions, right? Yeah. That, that's, that's absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal. And that's like, guys, well, I'm not saying you've gone to the gym and then like gone on a treadmill and walked on a treadmill and then class that as a tick. I'm not even saying that. I'm saying this guy's yeah, 936 sessions minimum and smashed every single one of them. Right? Um, and that's credit to yourself, right? Because guess what? You're still where you are now. So, Aaron, I've got some, uh, I've got some questions for you because I'd like to know, obviously, some of your, your struggles. And I know, obviously, from where we are now and where we've been mm -hmm. and stuff, it'll be interesting to see what your thoughts are. Um, but the probably, most, probably the most pressing one, really, um, if, if, if you can just talk about it. How would you say you've been in lockdown? What would you say has been the biggest challenge of school for yourself? Um... I think my main thing with lockdown is um, like loads of people working from home to the office is there. I'm sat here. Is is separating is separating that work and um, home environment from me um, from each other from each other, um, and giving yourself the mental the mental space the mental time out between um, work and home. So I think one of the things I grew to miss was, as much as I hate commuting, um, one of the things I began, really began to miss and realise that was actually quite important for me was that commute. Just sitting in, the, sitting in the car with the radio on, okay, sometimes stuck in traffic and getting peed off with um, people stalling at red lights and whatnot, and then a few minutes later home from work. But having that, having that time to wind down from wind down from work so you 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 you're not bringing all your work troubles home and 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 then not associating home with my place of work um so i think that that that's been challenging and as well because when i've got home because of not um being going to the gym or, or not is it, it was always in that mindset that when i got home that was the time that i could sit down and switch off for the evening but if I if I've been at home all day, I've not gone anywhere. I've not I'm not switching off. I'm 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 just I'm getting getting in, getting to lazy habits of not not going out. Um, there were probably times in in lockdown where it went a full week, um, where the only outdoor space, um, only time I had outdoors was um in the back garden. And even then, that was just sitting eating my lunch. Um, and then every Friday I go food shopping, um, and that would be the only time I'd be, be leaving the house. Um, so I, f I found I found that quite challenging, but equally in the same respect, I think it's been quite enlightening, because I'd always I always had in in my mind that um, if I wasn't going to the gym four or five times a, three four or five times a week, that old Aaron at thirty percent ninety one kilos would would be back. Would be like that, like that, and um, and so I think being more accountable for myself because Sam couldn't see me every day that I was in the gym and to be like, 
get get on those scales. Let me see what you're doing. Um, it meant that it re it reaffirmed in my mind that I am I do know what I've got to do. I know how to. I've I've been given the skills to keep things under control, and so I've been really surprised um, that my weight hasn't really fluctuated too much during lockdown. There's yeah. probably been a bit of loss of muscle mass and a gain of fat. Uh, um, I'd probably be expecting that, but generally as a whole as a whole person. There's not been much uh, fluctuation in, in in my body weight or my bottom scales are really dodgy and just say the same thing regardless of what happens. I don't know. <laughs> I think so. I think I think you mentioned a valid point there, which is what I've not heard really anyone say really is that the interesting thing is obviously uh, the car journey to work or from work. That's uh, that's a very powerful one really because if you think about it, you just give me a thought process. When you think about it, when you drive home, that's thirty minutes for you to go switch off switch into home right but when you're at home for example you're switching off but then like say for instance your partner's there you like you feel you feel in some respect you feel guilty for sitting there right <laughs> um whereas on the way home you have that bit of ability to suppress it put it away put a work there and come home right chris what we what we're doing now right and it gives you that little bit of uh, focus whereas obviously when you're at home you don't you forget all that you forget all the intrinsic detail of, of things that you, you you can associate with going to work yeah. that actually yeah. working from home don't give you yeah. yeah and i think um i think that's that's it i think it's 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 the unexpected moments where you get me time um i found when i went back um because i had to go back to the office for half a day um during during the height of lockdown um in 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 april may I found it more isolating being in the office because it was an environment I associated with about 50 of people in a big open plan office and then I was on my own um, and um, but since going back to the office and, um, and more people being around it's it's been quite nice and just having that social interactions although saying that I do miss coming to the gym I miss the morning crew um, in the morning but I don't miss getting up at half five every morning to get to the gym <laughs> but that's an interesting thing right you don't miss it but you know you need to do it so you still do it anyway yeah yeah right yeah, um if you could what time would you train 10 o'clock every day <laughs> just you know be a be a be a be a man of leisure no job no no anything and just waltz waltz in waltz into the gym once i've had a good morning nice long lying and just take life a little bit easier but I think I think, never, the, I think the thing is what you mentioned though, the half six, yeah, why some respect it's challenging, but it's also rewarding, right? Because ultimately, mm. at least you finish your workout, go to work, come home, and it's done. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Because where did you used to train? When you first started, you trained in the afternoon. When I used to train, I used to train in the afternoon because I lived um, I lived off Colchester Road, um, um, up from the Nuffield Health, off um, sat, um oh, what's it called, Evington, um, Evington Road. Um, not Everton Road. Oh, I can't remember the name of the street. I've been out of Leicester so long. Um, but where that where that Nuffield Health was, um, so it was it was perfectly fine for me to get home from work and then go go to the gym and then come back, um, because that's that's what made that's what made more sense um, of a routine because it was, it was when I was relying on public transport um, at that point um, to get to. Well, no, you're yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. When a, you had, when a, when you a had free a car, bus goes, well, yeah. Well, I did have a car, but it was it was when a free bus. Again, this is the northern me coming in. Um, 
when when there's a free bus that goes past my front door and takes me to work, and I could sit on sit on the bus and watch Netflix um, for forty minutes while the bus took me to work and not have to pay a single penny. Come on, I'm not going to then spend money to get a per parking permit to then have to drive in the car. Um, so I'd get the bus back and then just um, five minutes to the gym and I'm, I'm there and then I could be home by half six, seven o'clock and then I've still got the evening. Um, that's but, that's um, commitment, guys. Imagine that. Get on the bus, get home, get in the bus, then get in your car and come to the gym at that moment. Yeah. But, but, but you know, but that, 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 worked, that, worked, for my, that worked for my routine at that time. Um, to, do, to do that now wouldn't make sense. We're living in, because office is based in Glenfield drive over the, over the city in rush hour, then have an hour and a half at the gym, then drive back another 40, 30 to 40 minutes back to Shep Shed. You know, it, you wouldn't get, wouldn't get home till about nine o'clock in the evening. Um, so losing, losing, losing time, losing time with Chris at home. Don't worry, mate. The gym's not that far now, mate. It's only down the road. It's only down the road. <laughs> I expect you to, I expect you to get a 10k, like 10k running and then get running. Get a swim. You know, we've had this conversation. If you get a swimming pool sound, I'll be there every single day. Mate, if I get a swimming pool, it means I have to charge 600 quid a month. <laughs> okay. Swimming pools, are, swimming pools are extortionate. Right. Here's a question what for you. Is. What has kept you, you fit for the length of time that you've been a member? Um, oh, interesting. I think there's, I think there's, I think there's a couple of things. I think, I touched on it before. I think an element of it was, if I leave, I'll get fat again. Um, so there was there was that there was that side in side in me. But I think um, the other side of it is um, it's just like the quality of the coaching, the quality, the the effort, the the time that the team put into clients. Um, I I could quite easily feel being a member of UFIT that you forget about. The other hundred and however many members, because it feels like when I'm there, um, nobody, nobody to, to the coaches, nobody else matters other than I mean everybody, everybody matters, but you you feel like you have that dedicated time, that attention, that the effort that everyone's putting into investing in to get you to where you want to be. Um, is 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 really good. You you, you feel like um, you feel like the centre of the universe kind of thing. Even though you know you know you're not because there's other people around you all all getting the same kind of same kind of treatment. But that kind of that kind of dedication and support from from the coaching staff um, and and Bav when she says you've not had any sessions for a while. Let me book you in a load of sessions and. Before you know it, you get the hundreds of text messages that come through confirming all your appointments and everything. It's nice when you are PA, isn't it? That's like it PA. is. It is. Yeah, it is. But you know, and I, so I think, I think, I think there's, I think there's that, there's that kind of thing as well. Um, and I think it's, it's nice to see a lot of people on a similar journey to you, um, people that are further ahead in their journey, people that are starting up where you started off, and. Everybody is everybody sort of motivating each other, um, and there isn't the embarrassment, the fear that you have with being able to approach someone and talk to someone else about their journey, um, and and ask for advice and, and guidance on how they and how they dealt with things. 
um, it's 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 been it's been really good. So yeah. Good. Next one. What's been the most uh, memorable moment of your journey? I think I think just because it was such a pivotal, really iconic moment was was that was that lean out, um, the um, that lean out session and in, enjoying enjoying that photo shoot um, that I had in the gym. Um, there's there's a great there's a great behind the scenes photo um, of um, me and Farouk because uh, Farouk did it at the same time of uh, me and Farouk sitting in the in the chill out area, um, both absolutely lathering on strawberry jam onto rice rice cake and shoving our faces with rice cakes. Um, no, wa- no water still though, right? No water. No, no water. Rice. Absolutely no water. To mouth as dry as anything. The only liquid you got was from was from the jam. Um, but you, you know, have big, just you thought, have big jam though, do you? No, I had strawberry jam um, for that one. Um, yeah, yeah, and and I think that 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 for me was one of those one of those moments that that really really stuck out. Um, yeah, the tan as well. You have a tan. I can't remember the tan. Yeah, I was getting I was just getting that. So um, the other the other side of it was having to try and find someone. That would do a full body spray tan, um, because I'm 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 as white as a sheet, and uh, and Sam was like, yeah, you'll need to get you'll you'll need to shave, and um, and you'll you'll need to you'll need to get a spray tan. This is nah, this is uh, this is guys. If you've never seen Aaron or remember if you've seen Aaron, you know he's like Casper White, right? We, we, we do know that, right? It's Casper. Uh, uh, he's friendly, it's friendly as well. That's the main thing, but. Yes, yeah, it's really white. Um, so yeah, imagine imagine a, a ginger guy having a spray tan. And and it looked it looked it looked so unnatural. It looked so unnatural because I I remember right thinking I've got I think it was Saturday morning that I did it. Um, <laughs> they did the lean out and I thought right I can't go I can't go to work with a spray tan because I had the week off after after the lean um the week off after um off from work. Chris and I were going away. I thought, right, I'll take the spray tan on the Friday or the Thursday night or something really close to as close as I could with letting it settle. But um, but it looks absolutely fine in the photos because all the lighting was right and everything like that. But as soon as as soon as it came out and um, and 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 you, you caught you caught like your 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 short line your waistline and you you pulled it down a little bit. I was like, neck. And I was, I was like this bright orange tangerine um, for about a week afterwards. Um, my face. There's, 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 Chris, Chris, Chris took a photo of, of us. We went, we went for a walk um, after after the lean out photos, and my face, um, my face was just a completely different colour, and it was just looked awful. Just looked awful. But it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was good fun. I really enjoyed it. I, th- I thought, you, I thought you were bluffing when you said yeah, you're going to need to get a tan. Like, nah, don't be stupid. Don't need that. Alicia, Alicia did it. That's the thing, right? Like, guys, the thing with Aaron, when you tend to do something, just does it, which is really nice. I kind of look at you as if to say, "Are you really? Are you being serious?" And then, and then, you've either got a very good poker face or you're telling the truth. So I generally, generally deal with it. I'm good. I'm, I've done this game too long. Mm. Right. Next question for you. How do you overcome challenges now? So how do you overcome challenges and obstacles? How do you like to see it? Do you, do you assess it? Do you step out yourself? How, do, how would you say you look at challenges now? I curl up into a ball and cry myself to sleep. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, you can do it. It's always, it's always helpful. <laughs> um, 
No, I think, you know, I think... I don't... I don't... I don't think of them as challenges, I think. Um, I think... I think... I try and... I'm... I'm I'm a very positive person. I'm always, I'm, I'm always very much the half, the glass is half full rather than half empty kind of thing. The beer, um, the beer, you mean? Beer. Sorry. The beer. beer the, the pint, the pint of beer. Yeah. The, the pint's half full. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you're making me sound like I'm an alcoholic, Sam. <laughs> Mate, I just know. I've just seen pictures, and I know from our conversations when you're on it, you're on it. Um, when, next so, year, when next year comes, like next summer, like COVID, hope not here, you'll be like, fuck yeah, yeah. Go, pints of beer down it. No, especially, so especially, think... especially with your uni mates. Yeah, it doesn't happen too often. Unfortunately, at the minute, they've all, they've all started having babies now, so. Um, oh. Yeah. So anyway, anyway. Um, so I think in terms of, in terms of challenges, I, I think they're, you know, it's, 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 they're, think of them as an opportunity opportunity to prove yourself that you can do something why settle for someone why settle for something that's a blocker why limit yourself if someone says you can't do that and go well okay i'm gonna the stubborn side of me is gonna go well i'm gonna do it i'm gonna prove them wrong i'm gonna i'm gonna go go and go and figure it out and and i think in order to do that you know i think um you've, you've got you've got to be open to suggestions you've got to be open to advice and guidance and and you know that's why you have the one-to-one sessions. If 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 I said to Sam, you know what, I want to build, I want to, I want to, I want massive pecs, um, then we'll go right. Okay, how do we how do we get to it? And 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 and, and things like that. So um, I think so it's yeah, all that. I think, I think, I think like I said, it's, it's it's being open to the obstacles you face, right? But the main probably what I would yeah. say, uh, give you some credit, is that over the course of the years, your awareness to either issues arising or obstacles that are going to become apparent. You act on them quite soon, right? I know when we've had one to ones, remember we talk about personal things, we talk about life, we talk about obstacles, but actually, you're very much aware that you're not afraid to vocalize that either. You're very much yeah. a truthful person to yourself, and you go, This is how I feel, these are the obstacles yeah. that I think are going to happen, and so forth. So, you're very much in tune with what's probably going to come, but I'd say you equip yourself before it's happened as well, which you're good at as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because sometimes, remember, the hardest thing is for most people is looking yourself in the mirror and being truthful, right? We only have one mirror in our house, and it only captures from there to there, and it's on, it's above the bathroom. So, um, <laughs> so I keep getting reminded of we need more mirrors in the house. But yeah, mate, I'm gonna be honest, right? Some of the things like you, you bent down, picked soap, and then now you got a mirror that shows <laughs> this part of the part of yourself, mate. What's this? What's what, I don't get this bathroom. This bathroom sounds like it's Fifty Shades Grey. No, it's not even. It's not even a normal bathroom. Well, when I bent down in the shower to pick up the shower gel and did my uh, did my neck in it, um, that was in that was in my old flat. That's not that's not here. Oh, I'll let you off there. I'll let you off. Yeah. <laughs> there's 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 a list there's a list of there's a list of little jobs that we've been ticking off ever so slowly um, to get to get things finished. Mate, I think you need to pick up the pace personally. <laughs> Chris is nagging me to do that anyway. So you should. So you should. Yeah. So, what your diet is now then? Mainly veg. It's predominantly vegetarian, to be honest. Um, it just make, it makes it easier when living with a vegetarian to um, to 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 eat that way, and then you're not having to cook loads of different meals. But then, um, 
the way I sometimes, um, but gen generally lunch um, during the day is generally the meal that we'll do two separate things. So I'll, I'll generally, um, if, if there's going to be a meaty meal, it's, it, will, it will generally be, be lunch. Um, but the other, other little tricks that I've, I've, I do is just like having like some cooked chicken, cooked roast chicken in, in the fridge in a Tupperware, and then when Chris had made something vegetarian, I just chuck a bit of chicken on top, um, on top of it, um, to get that extra extra protein. Um, but you know, I've, I I don't, I don't have a problem with vegetarian food. I draw the line with something with vegetarian food when it's supposed to be, you know, something it's supposed to be meat. Why well, have vegetarian food that resembles meat product? Um, that's my that's my personal view. That's his opinion, guys. No one, no one, come on here and give him a slap. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of obviously lunch, give people an idea what you eat for lunch because it's actually normal, right? I class your lunch normal. What do you have? Um, sandwich bag of crisps in it. Yeah, yeah. At the moment, it's it's kind of, um, it it yeah, it'll be like um, um, a cured meat sandwich with um, salad from the garden. Um, loads, Salad loads. from the garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Green fingered crisp growing vegetables and stuff. So we've had plenty of lettuce and beetroot and stuff from the garden this year. Um, no tomatoes or cucumbers. They didn't grow this year. Um, but yeah, just just like um, just um, just some um, cured meat with um, tahini. Tahini. That's what I've learned in in lockdown. Tahini um, spread on um, as like a, as a spread in a sandwich. Oh. Absolute, absolute killer. It's brilliant. So, but that's um, the thing, guys. If you look at it as lunch, like, and they get it across. Remember, sometimes look, we don't have to, we don't have to make it complicated, right? You just have to make it simple, but yet effective that one you enjoy, but two you understand, right? You don't have to make it too complicated. Remember, Aaron's, everyone probably will go back to eventually hot meals and cooked meals, maybe, right? Who knows? But at the same time, you just don't have to make nutrition that complicated. And I think, I think one of the things as well with food that I've, I've sort of learned about. There's no point um, depriving yourself of, of certain things. Um, and I mean, okay, if, you, if you're leaning out, then there is, there is a, um, you, you, you do deprive yourself of, of certain things. Um, but, but the thing is, if you start to deprive yourself of things, then your body, I find that I start to crave things. And, and then it makes the mental, it makes the mental challenge of, of doing something a lot harder. So, I'm I'm a chocolate person, so I will I will find ways of um, I'm going to make no apologies of that. Um, I will find ways of, of incorporating those things that um, I enjoy eating, but in a, in a, in a way that's sustainable for for what I want to achieve at, um, while working out. But if I just go complete cold turkey and said, you know what, no chocolate for the rest of the month. I know that within a couple of days I'll be like, mm, I know I shouldn't have it, but I really want some, and then I'll feel guilty for having it because I know I set myself the challenge to say, I'm not, I'm not going to have that. So things in small moderation, small, small, small bits, um, um, hit and and working them in um, is kind of the trick that I've I've worked out with it. Of course, the sustainability, right? Sustainability, how can you have a uh, long-lasting life but create it sustainable? To match what mm -hmm. your goals are right now, uh, but to match where your health wants to be, right? Um, yeah. As long as your health's good and you you you've got uh, that under control, then that's where you're going to be fine on the rest of the avenue. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Cool. Right. Does anyone have any questions for Mayman Aaron? 
Because obviously Aaron's just chilling, but he's got to have his lunch at some point. Yeah, before the nieces come around this afternoon. Oh, nice. That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> so his brother and Chris's brother-in-law phoned up and was like, please take them. Please take them. Like, what happened for the afternoon? <laughs> Trust me, when, when Noah's a little bit older, I'll be, I'll be ringing you up saying, can you do that for me? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be... I'm going to pull on all the time. Right, guys. Right, what day do you want this? What day do you want Noel? Do you want Noel on Monday? <laughs> Tuesday? Wednesday? So, oh, you, okay. I've got a client for every day of the week. Oh, this is perfect. You need to set up your daycare. You need to set up your fit daycare. Hey, I'm looking at UFIT. A lot of UFIT things at the minute. I've got, I've got, I've got to slow down. I've got, I've, got to build, I've got to build what I need to build. Then build the rest. Um, but, right. One last thing. What would you say to anyone, Aaron, who was probably in a place like you when you first started? What would you say to someone like that who knows you want to get hands on the health but in fear of it or feeling obstacles or challenges? What advice would you what advice would you give them? I'm, I'm, I would sort of say what you've got to lose, what you've got to lose for trying. Um, you know, you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna know. You're capable of some of doing something. You're not going to know if something's not going to work or, or will work for you unless you try it. So yeah. you got you got nothing to lose. So um, give it a, give it a go. Give it your best shot. I think you've got to be you've got to be in that mindset where you personally want that change. Um, I'd agree with that. It, um, you, you you can't you can't do something because someone's telling you to do something. You've got to be motivated in your own. Um, in your own skin to do to, to do what you want to do what you want to set out and do, um, and I think you know it's it surround surround yourself with people that are going to be that positive influence, and I think I've realised um, I possibly wasn't the best influence on some people when I when I first started um, became came a little bit preachy oh can't you shouldn't be doing that you should be doing this. But actually, everybody's at their own point in their journey. So it's about surrounding yourself with people that are going to have a positive impact. Um, you know, it, it might if it's if it's people that are going to drag, try and drag you out to the chippy every every afternoon um, for fish chips for for lunch. Then you think actually, I might enjoy being with them. But if they're going to try and drag me down a path that I don't want to go down, um, you, you kind of got to worry about. It reevaluate a little bit um, of how you interact with other people so uh, equally you know surround yourself by with people that are going to encourage you coaches particularly there's no point um, no point um, lying to coaches they're going to figure it out um, there's no, no point twisting the truth be open be honest if you've, if you've had a cheat we've had cheat meal we all cheat meals um, but you know, work on work on ways to to be open and honest, and and you you'll get it. I think that's the thing. Way to ask for help. I think that's it. I think it's being honest. I think one, two things. One, change because you want to change, not because someone's telling you to change. It's very important uh, because what happens is you'll be uh, resentful of it. And the second thing, like you mentioned, be be honest, be truthful to one hundred percent truthful to yourself and your behaviour. The things you do with food alcohol maybe uh fluid intake whichever it is just be completely honest because actually the moment you're honest with yourself 100 percent is the moment you'll change so yeah right main man aaron it's been an absolute legend 
I think you're frozen or you're just sitting still. Can't really tell. I think he's frozen. Aaron. Guys, there you go. Right. Peace out. Aaron's frozen. Later.